Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Ah! A little bit more geschmack to the good morning. I just got my suitcase. We're in business. So, Bezer Hashem, we are here in South Africa, in Madikwe. We see Nefloy's Habayra every minute. I prepared the shear right here at this table and right behind me over here because it's very tall trees, you can, the only th- animals you can really see are the large animals like elephants and giraffes. But of course during shear they're not going to appear, that's just the way it is. But we saw Baruch Hashem, beautiful things, got to spend time with the family, quality time, we have the internet under control. And I got my Sfarim, I got my plug for my computer, so everything's going to be great, Bezer Hashem. Because we're on the safari, I just want to read two quick emails. First one is from Kasriel Silver from Toronto. Another amazing example of stretching yourself for Tyra. When I'm in a unique situation where I feel I can't fit in the daf, my learning, I'll think of your example. Hashem should bless your efforts to be present with your family, that they should really feel your efforts. Next time you go on vacation, I'm Be'ezer Hashem volunteering to come with you and handle all the running around. Kasriel Silver, so nice of you. You know, Gary also volunteered to come with me. Maybe I'll take him up on that offer. Or maybe Kasriel, you never know. Asi Kent. Hello, Rebelli. Thank you for showing us what consistent, consistency looks like even on Benazman. In terms of the Shave Val Taisa issue, I have the same question every Sphero, but it's not that simple, and he explains. Back in Yavamas, we saw that the Yifas Toyar, the lotion of Asiya by hair, refers to cutting the hair. So Sheval Tasa would mean shave, but don't cut the hair. It's a big Shaila. Even if you want to go with Rebekiva, that the point of Asiya by hair is nivel, making it look bad, that still doesn't help. Could be that shaving is more of a nibble than growing a hadris ponim. Maybe it depends on the ponim and how much hadris there is. Without the beard, in your case, I think you're fine. Smiley face, aslach with the shearing, should be zoicha to really enjoy your trip. Asikent, since Tainus. I love when people put in where they started the shear. You should for that. Tainus. Chutzif, we're in the middle of a shear over here. It's like a sort of a chicken kind of thing running around over there. The sponsor for the Koilo is Anonymous, Luschus, all the new people that joined. The second sponsor for the Koilo, Avi and Rachel Kamiansky, in memory of Rachel's mother, Reza, Gitlo Basester, Rita, should be a Militzis Shara, on behalf of us and our children. The third, parents of Koilo for the day, Rufu Shlema, Fumiril, Yita, Bas, Chayot, Zipayra, Fega, and the sponsor of the Masechta. Is Lili Nishmas is borrowed by Moshe Aaron and Lili Nishmas Moshe Loza Benot Shalom and for that Sloch Bechalin Yonim for my children. The second sponsor, sponsor of the Sechta, Jeff Rasner and Schos, my son Yosef Simcha Chaim Ben Sorachano, Rufur Shlema. Parnasach Chodesh, we have five of them. By the Lak and Lubavik families, Lakewood, New Jersey, because Tur is the best Gula. Parnasach Chodesh, Ragi Chavitz, RL 149, as a Schos for my family, myself, to, and for the Tzadikim of RL Atzala. Parnasach Chodesh, three, Lili Nishmas, Zechario Ben Moshe. Parents of Chodesh 4, Benji and Esti Israel and family in memory of our Zaydi, Moshe Menorah, and three cousins, Sarah Klein, Ricky and Rachel and Menorah on the 12th yard side. The Nishamas should all have an aliyah. Parents of Chodesh number 5, 
Dr. Avram Epstein, in memory of my precious Southern Belle, wife, mother, grandmother. Rita Gay Epstein. I don't know why, and I said the same thing from Avi and Rachel. Didn't choke me up as much as my doctor. I don't know why. He says his precious Southern Belle. Parnas HaShavua for Shidduch for Talia Esther Bastzivia. Parnas HaYoyim, Simcha and Leah Weichbrod, Lili Nishmas, Yaakov Chaim, Yaakov Ben Chaim Gavriel, his seventh nurse, I think it is. Pini Taub, Mazel Tov to my son, Mati, baby girl, born this Shabbos, lots of Nachas. And by Austin family, the Austins, Lili Nishmas, Arzade, Moshe Yitzchok Ben Eliyahu on his 15th yard side, there's a bunch of them doing the Daf, Yishkoyach, the Austins, and Golden Dove Alert, Mazel Tov to Levi, who attended in Baltimore, and Malka Leibis, on the birth of their son, Mazel Tov, and to the grandparents, Feivel, and Chai Leibis, and the official, and Sarah Lee Gross, Sarah Lee Gross, well, special Mazel Tov to dotting siblings and other relatives, some who did and some who did not attend the Shir in Baltimore, Bechulu, Bechulu, officials, mitzvah, motivators, and exubus commitment. I, there's a whole thing about his commitment, but I'm not a thousand percent sure, so I can't really announce it until I speak to the the people that are in charge of it. But he wants to do something very big for volume two of Ksubas. Stay tuned. And if you see an elephant walking by, just wave your hand. Maybe I'll see you through the screen or something. Now, Rabbi Isai, I just want to mention once again, this Motsi Shabbos, a live share, the first time ever, and perhaps the last time, until the next safari in South Africa in Johannesburg this month is Shabbos if you're interested in attending please contact Rav Mofsan for details Rav Mofsan boys say here we go we're in Daf Lamed Vav today and we're going to start from Daf Lamed Hayom Beis the new sugya we, we spoke about it yesterday we started it we could repeat it and today we're going to go through all these cases very gishmaka stuff Ton Rav Bonan Five lines from the bottom. Arayos, Ushnis Arayos. And we're going to explain exactly what Arayos are, what's Shnis Arayos. There's no Knas if somebody violates an Arayos, a sister, a mother. Arayos. We'll see what it means. There's no Knas. And if you seduce them, you don't have to pay a Knas for that either. Enes, a 12 year old or a girl up till 12 who's father, whose mother, Nachamal, Hamimah Aktana, here's something walking behind, Aktana, whose, I still made that up, but yeah, it's a zebra right over, uh, over here, I don't know if you saw that, but okay, um, that's why I was confused, no, that's not why, a girl whose mother, who doesn't have a father, whose mother married her off under the age of 12, she could at any given time say, I don't want to be married to this man. Now, since she was married, ain't no knas, if somebody seduced her or is ma'anas her, no knas. Islandess, a woman who cannot have children, ain't no knas, We're going to explain what that means. The husband accused her of being mezana before they got married, ain't no knas, we said, Maya rise, says the Gemara. That's where we're holding. Maya rise. What does this mean? Maya rise. Maya rise. mamish. If you're going to tell me that arise means all those who are related to you and your chayv kares. And what does shniyos mean? Medivri soifrim. Only medirabonan. And this I always found so interesting that a lot of people don't know this. Those who learned Yavamis know. 
your own grandmother, whether it's your father's mother, your mother's mother, is not Aser Minatayra. It's the Rabbanon, Shniyais. So if you're going to tell me that that's the case, now don't forget that it says in the Pasuk, he, well, I don't have it really on the chart. There has to be the ability to go ahead and marry this girl that one was ma'anis, if she agrees to it. Says the Gemara, but it can't be that Shniyas means only Midarabana Yasra, like a grandmother. Why? Since Midaraisa, there's no Isser, Amai Einlan Knas. It fits into the Pasuk Velaisi Elisha. Elo Arayas, Chayvim Mrs. Bezdin. So let's differentiate Arayas and Shniyas. Arayas means they're so severe that Bezdin will kill a person who is over on it. And Shniyas means Chayvim Krisis, four lines down from Lamed Vav Aleph. Shniyas means those not as severe, Bezdin cannot kill them, but Akash Baruch will take care of them. However, the third category of only a chiyuv of a lav, you only over in a lav, then you do have to pay knas. Umani, So we're doing a nice chazara here. Go to chart number one in this case. And Rib Shimon Bemenasi. Shimon Timni says, and you shall marry this woman that you violated if she agrees, means that there has to be the ability to perform Kedushin, that the Kedushin grabs. Whereas there's certain Isurim that are so severe, the Kedushin doesn't even grab. Rav Shemim says, means you have to be able to be married to her. She should be your wife, meaning for the long run. So just because Kedushin grabs, but Chacham say you have to get rid of her. So, that's not really So, Shimon Atimi says, where the Kedushin grabs, yes, you can't remain married to her, but at least it grabs, so there's a Knas. Let's say differently. Some say differently. Let's put it in all in one category. What does Arayas mean? All the Misois of the world, whether it's from Bezden, or Akadosh Baruch Hu, Krisos, Bezden. Shniyah, and what does Shniyah mean? Chai v'lavim. Sefakert. is also a problem, doesn't get a knas, doesn't get pitu. Mani. Rebbe Shimon Bemenasi, and that's the one in red, who says that even Chai v'lavim doesn't fit into the possibility of Elisha. Next case, we're going through all the cases of all the women who don't get a knas. Hamimanes. Again, a mother married off her young daughter, she's seven years old, and married her off, she couldn't deal with her, she couldn't handle her, it's like what we do today, like adoption. She, her father, her husband died, this girl doesn't have a father, we're worried, she's concerned that this girl is going to misbehave, so she marries her off, gives her away at the age of seven. This girl has the ability to say, I don't want to be married to this man, but she doesn't have a knas. Mashma isla. Seems like that if she's just a ketano, there is a knas. Mani, who does this go according to Rabbanin Hidamri? Ketano yeshlo knas. Now, let's go to this chart, chart two. We have three categories. Again, we have the ketano, 
And that goes up till she sees Simonim, she has Cyrus, 12. From 12 to 12 and a half, she's called a Nara. And from 12 and a half on, for the rest of her life, she's called a Begeris. We're going to be talking about a Begeris, a Naira Ketana today. So, this goes according to Rabbanon, who say that a Ketana has a Knas. Says the Gemara Ema Seifa. We have a big problem. If this goes according to Rabbanon, and only according to Rabbanon, then how would he explain the Seifa? It can't go according to Rabbanon. It's going to have to go according to somebody else, perhaps your mayor. How do you have the beginning talking according to one mandama and the end talking about another mandama? Amy Seifa, Islanders, and the Loy Knas, Islanders, doesn't have a Knas, as we just said a second ago. Also, the Remeir, and that goes according to somebody else called Remeir. Domaktano, Elo Knas. Why doesn't an Islanders have a Knas? Because an Islanders is considered a Ktano forever. She never matures. Since she can't have children, she's halakhically considered a Ktano, and Remeir holds a Ktano, doesn't have a Knas. So the Reisha is Rabbanon and says Ketana does have a Knas. Seifa is, doesn't have a Knas. What's going on here? V'ho mikatnusa yotzele beggar. She goes directly, so let, let's rephrase it. She goes directly from green to blue. There is no Nairos. She becomes a Begeris. So ask the Gemara Reisha Rabbanon say for Remeir, how could that be? How can you say the Reisha is Rabbanon and the end is Remeir? V'chitam ikula Remeir. You'll say that everything goes according to Remeir and Ektana doesn't have a Knas. So, what's Pshadim Memanis? Ubim Memanis, Savalakar Yehuda, the Rabbi Yehuda holds that even a Naira in the red, even an older girl, could do Mion. It doesn't end as she turns a Naira at 12, with Simonim. You could prolong it and she could refuse her husband even 12 and 3 months, even after she has Simonim. As Gemara Umi Savarla, does Remeir hold like Rabbi Yehuda? But Tanya, now we're going to show that Remeir doesn't. You're telling me the whole thing is Remeir and he holds like Rabbi Yehuda, but Remeir doesn't hold like Rabbi Yehuda. But Tanya, what age could she do Mi'un at Shetavi Shtei Cyrus? Dear Remeir, once you see Shtei Cyrus, Simonim, no more. Two Cyrus. But it means that there, there, there's so much to Cyrus that it looks like there's more black. Cyrus is black. Lavan is skin. There's more Cyrus than Lavan. Two, two of them. That's how long they grew. So it's a, it's a longer share. So in other words, Rebuda and Remeir are not in agreement here. Ella. So what are we going to say? Rebuda. The whole Bryce is Rebuda, not Rabbana, not Remeir. It's only Rebuda. And that. And he holds like Remeir that there's no Knas for Ketana. As the Gemara, that also can't be. When Rav was saying over and explaining a Mishnah later on in Fordaf, he says, The Mishnah goes according to Remeir that there's no Knas. Now, wait a minute. You're telling me Rav Yudo also agrees that a Ketana doesn't have a Knas. So, what should Rav say? Rav should say, it goes according to Remeir and Rabbi Yehuda. But Rav never said that. Rav only said it goes according to Remeir. Obviously, Rabbi Yehuda is not in agreement with Remeir. Vimisa, and if you're correct, do the Remeir, Okay, says the Gemara, I'll tell you what. Nupshat. It's not Rabbi Meir. It's not Rabbana. It's not Rabbi Yehuda. Haitana. It's a different Tana. First, he holds like Remeir that the Ketana doesn't have a Knas. 
and therefore an Eilinus doesn't have a Knas because she went from Ketana to Begaris and, and a Ketana doesn't have Knas Begaris doesn't have a Knas, only an Naira and he argues on one and he holds like Rabbi Uda that a Naira could refuse her husband until Yirba Shachar al Rafam Omar, Rafam says more of a balabatasha answer. The entire thing goes according to Rameyer. You got a problem with Mimanis. My Mimanis. Mimanis doesn't mean a girl who refused her husband. Mimanis means a ktana. Who could do mean? A ktana. It means ktana. So then why are you calling her Mimanis? Isn't it a lot better just to be direct and say the real word? You, you're trying to say Oktana? So say Oktana. Why are you using a funny word? Kasha. That's a good Kasha. Next. He said, Eilunas Einla Loiknas Vleipitur. An Eilunas doesn't have Knas and doesn't have the Pitu, the seduction. The, if he seduced the woman, doesn't have to pay. If she's an Eilunas, she can't have children. Oh, I should have put up, Yosef, if you hear this, maybe put up the picture that Yoshi drew for Eilinus. Because it comes from the word of Eil, a ram. A male ram can't have children, obviously. No male could have a child. So we call it Eilinus. Vermini. I have a question. Hachireshes v'ashoyta. If she's a deaf mute and a shoyta. Ve'o Eilinus. Now, we have to remember the first part and the second part. We're talking about Eilinus, but don't forget the first two. What does it say? They do have a knas. If somebody violated them, they have a knas. You just told me Eilinus doesn't have a knas. But we're really going to be asking the question about the chereshes and the shaita. It says yeshlam knas. The yeshlohen Tainas Psulim. What does Tainas Psulim mean? Again, going back to the beginning of myself. Tainas Psulim means that the husband could have a Taina on them, not that they have a Taina. The husband could say, hey, I married this woman. I thought she has Psulim. Yes, she's a Shaita, but I thought she has Psulim. I was going to give her 200 uh, Zuz Ksuba. She wasn't a Psula. How does he know? Either Pesach Pesuach or there's no Dam. Okay. Vaha my room, y'all. Ask the Gemara, what is the question that you're asking me on an island is? Ha, Rebbe Meir. Rebbe Meir is the one who says that only a Naira has a Knas. And an Islandist is not a Naira. Islandist is a Ketana, not a Naira. Or a Begaris. So there's no Knas. So it goes according to Rebbe Meir. The Bryce that says that an Islandist does have a Knas doesn't go according to Rebbe Meir. It goes according to the Shita. Harabanan. That even a katana has a knas. So if a young girl that's seven years old has a knas, so to an islandist. Says the Gemara, the answer is so simple. So then what was your question to begin with? I don't understand your question. You're asking me a contradiction between two prices. It's so obvious. The one that says there's a knas because a katana has a knas. The one that says there's no knas because it goes according to her there's no knas. Says the Gemara, tell you, forget about the contradiction between price of one and two. I'm asking a contradiction. This, this Tano came and asked a contradiction. He wasn't referring to these two. He had a third b'raisa. There's another problem. It says in the third b'raisa, as we see in the chart, the blue one, past 12 and a half. 
a girl who lost her psulim from an instrument, from a piece of wood, ain't lohen tainas psulim. Now, if you remember, a second ago we said, six lines up, they have a knas. Now we're saying, oh, sorry. Yeah, and before we said, you could, the, the husband could claim that he didn't find psulim, and now we're saying the opposite. You, the husband can't claim anything. So what if he didn't find psalm? Too bad. Now, Hasuma, a blind woman, you could tie against them that they have, that you didn't find psalm. Anyways, the contradiction is, it says over here, before we learned, and now, Sumcha says, Mishumri Meir, Summa ain't Latinus Psulum. We have a machlaikis whether or not a blind woman is responsible to have Psulum, so to speak. Could doesn't say, Oh, I didn't find Psulum. I'm not going to give you a ksuba of 200. Or Rav Sheshish like Asher. Ha Rabbi Gamliel. Ha Baha Rabbi Shua. If you recall, we had a machlaikis from Gamliel Rabbi Shua. Gamliel is of the opinion that any woman, when the husband says, I didn't find Psulum, now, there's two ways, as I mentioned before, two ways that he could say there's no psalm. First of all, if he has a sheet and he doesn't find dam, so he has a good taina. There's nothing to do about that. But if the hitaina is Pesach Pesuach, I didn't feel psalm, so the woman could say, it happened after I got engaged to you. Your field got ruined. And therefore what? As the Gemara is going to explain, when it comes to Chiresh's and a Shaita, even though she doesn't claim that claim, but since a normal woman could claim that, so we claim it for her. That's what the Gemara is going to say. And Vahal Rabbi Yeshua, a woman is not believed to say, she's not believed to say that it happened under your watch. MMA he does have a tiny spsu. That's only good if the woman herself claims it. If she's deaf mute and she doesn't say anything, that we're going to say it for her? And we are going to say it for her. Since a regular woman is believed to say that it happened under your watch, so in this case where she's a shaita, there's a pasuk that says that you should say, you should have a taina. It's a pasuk in Mishlei. You should have a, if somebody can't have a taina, you should say it for him. You hear? If somebody is weak, somebody is old, somebody is young, you need to stand up for them. There's a, again, Americanish idea of mind your own business. Let them take care of themselves. We don't have that. If you see somebody who's weak, like a shaita, who can't talk, can't express herself, she can't claim it happened, we have to step up and do it for them. For instance, Marshall, perhaps, if a guy comes to shul, and it happens to us all the time, that these are things that happen day, day after day, every day. Somebody comes to shul, he's a brand new guest, 
in a way, he's a elim. He can't stick up for himself. He doesn't know where to sit. He doesn't. So we have a chiyuv to say, hey, sit down over here, shalom aleichem. This is a good seat for you. You're not going to get kicked out. V'chulu, v'chulu. But perhaps the best example would be somebody that doesn't learn Taira or somebody that doesn't learn enough Taira or somebody that doesn't know how to learn Taira. Somebody like that is a real Elaim. He's a mute when it comes to Taira. Psach Picha, you have to teach him and you have to say, hey, learn some daf yoimi. Come on. You have a chiyuv. You can't stand on the side and watch him just go to waste. You have a chiyuv. We always have a chiyuv to help the other person when he doesn't know how to help himself. Psach Picha Li'ilaim. Two lines from the bottom. So if a girl is over 12 and a half years old, she can't taina, or the husband can't taina that he didn't find psulim. Okay? In other words, maybe she lost it naturally. It's just natural that she shouldn't have psulim, so he can't taina it. As the Gemara of Amarah, a woman who's over 12 and a half years old, the first night after the chasana, there's no dam nida. We don't associate dam to nidos. We say the dam that he found is all from Sulam, and therefore he could continue to, to have relations that night, etc. Ah, she's a begaris. She doesn't have Sulam at all. We just said she's a big heiress. And naturally she lost her psulam. So how do we give her these da'am psulam? Returning to Da'aflam Dvavam Bey, sponsored by Moishi Horn, in honor of Zach, the Rock Rocklin and Learning Learner, and Yaakov Cohen, the official MDY MSP, and Huri Newman, in honor of Rebelli. Says the Gemara, Da'aflam Dvavam Bey's on top. If he himself is the one that says, I didn't find it, you're right. He never said he didn't find them. What he said was, he didn't find the Pesach Pesuach. He found the Pesach Pesuach. He didn't feel that there's Pesulim. A blind person has a psalm. My time is simple. So what if she's blind? Why shouldn't she have psalm? It really needs to be explained. Says Gemara, Because a blind person, maybe because she's blind, she doesn't see so well, so she could trip and fall. And if she trips and fall, falls, maybe that's how she lost her psalm. Almost every girl that ever lived, once upon a time, fell and tripped. And maybe that's how she lost her psalm. Any regular girl who's not blind, if she had that kind of injury, that she lost her psalm, she'll see dam. She sees dam, she'll run to her mother. And her mother will explain to her, it's dam psalm. And then, in return, she'll take that information and tell her chasen, by the way, don't get concerned if you don't find psalm. I once fell and I had an injury. This blind girl, she doesn't know that she had dam. She doesn't know she has dam. She won't show her mother. Her mother won't tell her. We'll continue with the b'risa. A woman who 
left her husband because she had a Shemra, in other words. The Gemara understood that there were Edim that testified to the fact that she was Mizana and she got divorced. She has to get divorced. If she's Mizana after her engagement, which is Erusin, not engagement like today, and she was Mizana, the Zaydim, they have to get divorced. Says the If the Zaydim, she must be put to death. If there was a rumor when she was younger that she had relations, so she's not a psula. And it says in the Pasuk, we're going to need this Pasuk for later. So she's not a psula. Forget about the knas. So I could take the svar that we say by a woman who has a shemra. She has a rumor. People talk about, oh, you know, this girl, she's mezana. When she was younger. So she has no knas. If so, if there's a, the same thing, when you have a document that has some reus, that people talk about it, that it's not a good one, you can't use it to collect money. If you're going to tell me it's a case where everybody talks about it, you should know it's a, it's a, it's a forged document. So you have to say it's similar to our case. Rapapa learned it from our case. So that's the same case here. There's a rumor that she's Mizana. If she had a name that she had znus with a guy, somebody that passes her, makes her a zaina, and therefore she's also to a kayan. Don't worry about it. She can marry a kayan. It's just a rumor. Okay. Piece of equipment I got in my... I, somebody complained. There's a few complaints. One of them was... Hold on, let me just readjust that. One of them was that the sound wasn't good. It was like I was whispering. Well, first of all, I'm in a public place. There's a lot of non-Jews that don't appreciate the daf. So I don't want to scream right in their face. It turns out that when I said, Good morning, Raboisa, over there by the watering hole, my whole family heard it, and there was a lot of people there behind the wall. Okay. But also, I didn't have the proper equipment. Even though I was recording audio, but I couldn't upload it. And now, Baruch Hashem, should be better. The audio should be better. Then somebody said, well, your face, you're in the shade and it doesn't come out. So I'm using one light that I brought with me. Hopefully that corrects the, the issue a little bit. Okay. But it was behind the computer. So my didn't really work. Okay. So what happens is... So you don't have to worry about rumors. A woman is mezana, that's not enough of a reason not for a coin not to marry her. But what is a good reason? This woman came directly to two people. We're being made. This woman came and she was teveya. She said, I want to have relations with you. She approached them. Now they were good people and they said, get out of here. However, since she's that type of person, it's very likely if she went to those two people, she most likely went to somebody else also. 
And Memela, that's why we have to be concerned with the rumor or the edos that these two people said. So therefore, by Yishtar, we have to say the same thing. Two people said that somebody came and approached them and said, Hey, are you good forgers? Please forge a signature. Wait a minute. There are plenty of men that will take up this woman on her offer. Just because these two people refused her doesn't mean there won't be others. And we have to be concerned with that. Just because he is a forger and he's looking for people to forge. So that's why we should be concerned that this star is a forged star. The pshat is as follows. Since he is looking for somebody to forge signatures, so he's a bad guy. So a bad guy, we have to be concerned that maybe he himself went along and he himself learned how to do it and he learned how to forge and he forged the signatures. Rabbi Isai, we're holding that flamed boy. At least six days ago, I would say, Choftes, test no, seven days ago, is when we had our last Mishnah, the beginning of Elonirus. So this is the second Mishnah in Elonirus. Been working hard on the first Mishnah, and it's been very Gishmak. Says the official Mishnah, sponsored by Moshe Cohen, Fatzlacha, with Limerat Terim Parnasa. Velu She'ein Lenknas. We brought this Mishnah a few times. Gishmak is stuff to learn out here with the sounds of nature. Ah! It's not made up, it's the real thing. But when I was preparing Shir, the elephants were literally fighting. Literally, they were screaming and making noises and zebras were running by. And, but during Shir, it's, it's a mind. Shouldn't be any noise. We shouldn't be disturbed by the animals. Okay. One minute before Shir, a parrot landed right over there. It was looking at me and made a few sounds. I thought I would give him some food maybe, I don't know. And moved away. Not for Shir. These are the women who do not have a knas. Why? Because it says in the passage here, you see in chart number three, She must be, in order to get a knas, she has to be a psula. These are women who don't have psulim. If she's a convert, she's a giyaris. Most goyim are parot. They, they, they have a chazaki, they don't have psula. Now this is a Jewish woman who was captured. And we know what the Goyim do to captured women. Baal Shivcha and a slave. Shinivdu, who were freed. Shinizgairu and became Geirim. Vinishtachu. Shinivdu were redeemed. Vishinishtachu, they were, um, what's the word in English? Nishtachu, they were freed. Freed and redeemed. We already had, if a girl was less than three because the Psulim come back, we said that if there's a extra year, it goes by the Kiddush Levana of Chacham, that's when the Psalm come back. Okay. But if this all happened after we're three years old, so the, the Psalm don't come back, and there's no Knas. It's not true, says Rabbi Yudah, a woman, a, a Jewish woman who was captured, she wasn't violated. Says the Mishnah, if somebody had relations with his own daughter. Now, let me ask you something. If somebody had relations with his own daughter and he had to pay knas, 
who would he pay the knas to? We know that a knas goes to the father. So how in the world could this even take place? The Rishonim talk about it. Habal bitoy, Albas bitoy, on his granddaughter. Albas binoy, his granddaughter from his son. Albas ishtoy, from his wife's daughter, even though it's not his own daughter. Albas bino, on the daughter of his wife's son. Albas bita, his wife's granddaughter. Eilein knas, there's no knas. Vaneshem is chayv benavshoy, because he's chayv misa. Shemisa simidei bezden. A Misa that happens in Bezdin. And if somebody is Chayv Misa, he doesn't have to pay a Knas. We're very familiar with this halacha. In the passage that describes a man who hit a woman who was pregnant and she lost her baby, then he has to pay for the Vlad. But if there was a death involved, if the woman died, he doesn't pay. In other words, you don't. there's no Misa and Knas. Omar Rabbi Yechla. Says Rabbi Yechla. Rabbi Yehuda and our Mishnah and Rabbi Daisa say the same thing. I just want to point out that this is the Mahalach of the Gemara. This is the Derech of the Gemara to do this. The Gemara sometimes says, this Tana that we just said is exactly the same as this other Tana. And then the Gemara goes back to say, well, maybe not. Let's think about what the difference can be. The Gemara does that. So as we're saying this, maybe you should think to yourself, why? It could be different. How could you be mechalik between the two? Rabbi Yehuda, Hodam Maron, we just mentioned Rabbi Yehuda in the Mishnah. Rabbi Yehuda says that if a woman was captured, doesn't mean that she was necessarily violated. Rabbi Daisa, and who's Rabbi Daisa? Rabbi Daisa says, a Kayan girl who was, 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 was captured could continue to eat truma. Typically speaking, if a guy violated her, she no longer eats truma. We don't have to be concerned. No. So they're saying the same thing, right? We're not concerned that the guy violated her. explains. This terrible guy, this Aravi, what do you think he did to her? This is a of just because he touched her inappropriately doesn't mean that she becomes Pasal Akuna. We're not choshish that he violated her completely. That there was bia. Maybe it was just inappropriate touching. Says the Gemara, maybe there's no correlation between Rabbi Dais and Rabbi Yehuda. Maybe they're saying different things. That's the beauty of the Gemara. To be mechalic between different things. How this might be similar to this, but not. Why yes, why not? Listen to this beautiful svara. What I'm saying is, says Rabbi Yehuda, if this Russia Marusha goes ahead, this poor woman, she was captured. She comes out of captivity, comes this Russia, grabs her and violates her. And what's, what is he thinking to himself? I won't even have to pay for this. You know why? Because she was captured yesterday. Mamisha, Russia, this poor woman, what she was civil in her life, and he goes and he adds to it, thinking to himself, they won't have to pay a fine because she's a shvuya. Says Rabbi Yehuda, you know what? Let's penalize him. He, he should pay a fine. That a person who sins shouldn't benefit. Okay, but that's only by a shvuya. It doesn't mean that Rabbi is going to allow this same woman to eat truma. He's going to allow this woman to receive a penalty, but not to eat truma. Beautiful nafkemina.
Maybe he holds that she's not allowed to eat trumah. Inami. Or let's flip it around. We could say the opposite kind of svara. We had this already a few days ago. Also, what other things are midrabanan? Like we had the list. I don't have it with me. I pointed out only um, wheat and barley. Dagon, tirish v'yitzar. Grapes, wine, and yitzar, olives, oil. That's the rice, all other things that are abundant. But bismanazah, we're talking about bismanazah. We're not talking about that. But bismanazah, it's the rabbanon. So I'll let her eat. I'll let her eat. We don't know for a fact she was violated. There's a very high percentage she was, but we don't know for a fact. Let her continue eating truma. Avaknas do rice. But how could you take knas? How could you penalize somebody how could Chacham say, oh, you know what, let's give him a penalty, when in fact, he's not Chayev. What, uh, that, you think that's the logic in Rabbi Yudah, that's the Svara, that we, we give the guy a Knas so that he shouldn't benefit? I'll give you a case where there's no benefit, there's no benefit, he's not a Chayta, and he does benefit. Where? Rebuda says that if she was captured, she continues, she, we don't say that she was violated. She gets a ksub of 200. Well, what, what's, the, the husband is not a sinner. Why should he have to pay a 200 ksuba? Says the Gemara, I'll tell you the Svara. If we say that she has a halach of somebody that was violated, people might not come to marry her. Even Yisrael will say, oh, she was violated by the Goyim, she was once captured. I don't want to, I don't want to marry her. MMA law. MMA law, that's why we say, hold on a second. Oh, okay. Awesome. Uh, that's why we say, that, no, she wasn't violated. Says the Gemara of You're telling me that she wasn't violated at all, according to Rabbi Yudah. She's She remains in the same condition she had before. But we learned that somebody who redeems a captured woman, let's say the guy in demand $10,000 and bounty, what's the lush on whatever it's called, and he goes and he pays the $10,000, he's permitted to marry her. Made but if he testifies that she wasn't violated, he's a Kayan, and he testifies she wasn't violated. He can't marry her. He can't, he can't rely on his own testimony. So remember this word, loy, because pretty soon we're going to take the word loy out. Put it on the side. But for now, and then we're going to go back, but this word loy is very important. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he's the one that redeemed her. It doesn't matter if he's the one that testified that she wasn't violated. Should not marry her. He's biased. Don't let him marry her. Let's explain the words. First you say, you could marry her. And then you say, if he redeemed her and he testified. So Gemara understood that he's doing both. He redeemed her and then he also testified about her. 
Just because he testified, that's why he loses his privileges. Holy cash. Says Gemara, that's not that's not a concern. If if he redeems this captured woman and he testifies, he could marry her. As they say in English, put your money where your mouth is. In other words, let's see that you're serious. If you truly believe, you're kind, you believe that she wasn't violated, you testify, you can marry her if you redeemed her, if you pay $10,000 for it. You wouldn't put all that money into it if you weren't 100% certain that she's not tar. Okay. Says the Gemara. Uh, so you see that a captured woman is usher. You're saying that according to Rabbi Yehuda, a captured woman is never usher. You see that she's usher. Take out the word loy. Now it's fine. He could marry. We're not concerned. He could marry her. Don't take out any words. It's not healthy, so to speak, to take out words, start uh, making uh, changes that are 180 changes. Leave it as is. Rebuda says, Bingo, bingo, Sena. Rebuda, the Rebbe, the he wasn't saying for himself. Rebuda was saying to Chachamim, Don't you agree, according to your Shita, that you don't trust that she wasn't violated, that nobody can marry her? How could a Kayan marry her? I hold she wasn't violated, so it doesn't matter if you redeemed her, it doesn't matter if you testified for her, it doesn't matter if you didn't do anything, you could always marry her, she was fine. Nobody violated her. But according to you, that you say that somebody that redeemed her could marry her, how could, how could that be? So what's the Svar in Chacham? How could a kind marry this woman after he de- redeemed her, maybe he's biased. Maybe, maybe he's doing it because he wants to marry If he redeemed her, he's not going to just throw his money out, spend $100,000 on this captured woman, and then only later on somebody's going to testify that she was violated. Not true. It can't be. But if a person just testified on her, didn't pay any money, zero money, he can't marry her, Shema Inav Nasamba, also because perhaps he found interest in her, and that's why he's lying and he's testifying falsely. Just want to say a quick joke. We're here in the safari. In terms of a person putting his money where his mouth is. So a guy comes to a doctor on Shabbos. Comes to the doctor on Shabbos. He says, and it happens to my shver almost every Shabbos. People knock on the door. Doctor, doctor, uh, uh, I need stitches, this, that, the whole thing. Guy comes to the door. Says, doctor, help me. Pikuach nefesh. Pasha pikuach nefesh. He says, okay, come, come inside. Takes him down to his office. He says, okay, turn on the light. I need to see what's going on. He says, turn on the light. It's Shabbos. He says, you said it's pikuach nefesh. I got to see what's going on here. He says, no, it's not. <laughs> I didn't mean it. Pikuach <laughs> Uh, the guy turned around and ran out of the house. So sometimes you have to put your money where your mouth is. You say, so turn on the light. 
You say that she's tahar, so pay. Pay the ransom. Oh, that was the word, ransom. And with that, Rabbi Isai, have a wonderful day. Let me just see. Maybe the animals are ducking down. Maybe I'll just show you real quickly. Otherwise, here. Mm-hmm. Let's see what's going on here. Nope. Not an elephant in sight. There's so many all day long. Garnished now. Garnished. Okay.